Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Third Shop Podcast. Whatever platform you're listening on, do us a huge favor and hit subscribe. If you're already subscribed to us, thank you. Uh, Go ahead and leave us a message, maybe some questions. Uh, You can give us some ideas on what to listen to next on one of our episodes. Also, you can check us out on our website, um, also on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Third Shop Podcast. We're also on X at Third Shop Pod. And we'd love to hear from you. We love to see all the new followers. So check it out. Yeah, check us out. I just noticed that uh, we had a rash of new followers and subscribers recently. So thank you, whoever you are out there. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's cool. Very cool. cool. We should salute them. We should. Yeah. Cheers to our newest followers and listeners. Yes. Cheers. I was going to say, Greg, I feel fill mine to like hear. Yours is like to hear. <laughs> it's quite the difference. Um. Well, I, I was telling Bridgie before we started recording that, yeah, I've been looking forward to these shots all day long. <laughs> long so, day for Uncle. It's been a long day, and uh, I went a little heavy pour. So, yeah. okay, good call. Well, you got two more. So, I can't wait. End of the night, we'll be fine. <laughs> You know, oh, it's yeah. funny, Bridget, because you were saying that um, you want our listeners to kind of give us questions. Yes. Do you know, I have seen a couple of questions coming up, but I have a feeling you said you found some questions to ask me and Russ. I do have some questions. And if you're listening, you can play along as well. Um, but I found that there's some pretty funny terminology or terms that are used in pickleball. I was just, you know, reading some articles and clicking down mm-hmm. rabbit holes, and I came across a list of different words that they say are pickleball words, but yet I've never heard anybody use these on the court <laughs> ever. Okay. So, so we should guess what these are? Yeah, so what I'm going to do yeah. is I will ask you, or I'll give you the term, and then you two can tell me what you think it means, and then I will let you know what it actually means. You're assuming we're not going to get it right. That's I think true, huh? Shame on me. Correctly. You might get these right. What if you use these words on the court and I just never heard? Uh, you know, it, it, I, does it start with F? <laughs> One does, actually. One does. <laughs> actually, you know what? To be serious, I never swear on the court. Really? I, I don't think I've ever sworn like an F-bomb or, you know, any of those types of real swear words. I don't think I've really sworn on a court. I, That's true. I hear you say shucks a lot, I think. Shucks? I think I've heard shucks come out of you. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's a good one. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I rarely hear you use profanity. Yeah. I'm not a big swear. I, you know, I used to be. Yeah. Really? I, I did used that. to be until I became a dad. And then I totally pretty much cut myself off from swearing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be a bad influence. But I did swear a lot before that. And then I don't think when Bridgie was growing up and stuff, I never swore in front of, of her or, yeah. or her sister. But just in normal life, you know, around the guys or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Especially, okay, when I used to bowl competitively, <laughs> okay. I would swear at myself. A Wait, lot. you bowled competitively too? Is there a sport that you haven't done competitively? <laughs> so my claim to fame in bowling was I was the number two bowler in the state of California as a junior. When I was 17 years old, I was ranked number two in the state of California. What nice. was your average? I averaged 214. Whoa. Wow. Ooh, that's pretty good yeah for nice. a season and uh yeah that was number two nice number two. that's my bowling claim to fame oh actually two claim to fames on bowling the second claim to fame i know i know we not gonna get to this quiz here but my second claim to fame is uh i bowled a doubles tournament when the bowling stadium in reno just opened up and they're having this huge like six month long tournament where you had to qualify for it, and then the top 10 teams got to come back for the finals, we made it to the top 10 and my partner and I actually won the tournament and 
my cut was twelve thousand five hundred dollars. Whoa! And this was wow. in nineteen ninety five, and it helped me pay for my wedding. Wow! Huh. Cool. So I I basically paid for a good portion of my wedding through bowling. Wow. That's like a movie, you know, when like that classic plot of like, we need money, let's enter a tournament. And then they end up winning to pay for whatever it is. Bowling for love yeah. tonight on Hallmark. Yeah. So what's that? What's the what's the funny movie with Bill Murray? Uh, God, I'm drawing a blank. The, no, that he's bowling. Oh, uh, Kingpin. Oh, right, right. Him and Woody Harrelson, right? They're in Kingpin. That is filmed at the stadium bowling center that I won that tournament in. Oh, wow. <laughs> Same place. Huh. Okay. Nice. There you go. Little fun facts on Uncle Greg. Wow. So what, what terms do we have, Bridget? <laughs> All right. I hope you two are ready. No Googling. Okay. The first word is... Don't look at me all googly eyes, Russ. No Googling. <laughs> no Googling. Got it. No Googling. Okay. Right. Put the phone down. All right. The, the first term is a champion shot. A champion shot? That was what Greg just took. That's right here, baby. Yeah. That's the champion. <laughs> yeah, another one already queued up. You even you have somebody pouring behind the scenes. <laughs> Told you I was ready to go tonight. So I I have you poured three ready to go for this show. Oh. Champion shot. Yes. Yeah. I would have to say it's gonna be you know the toast after you win a win the the gold medal, right? You get you get the champion shot. Mm, that's a good guess. Russ? I, I would say it's just a really good shot. Like, oh man, that was a champion shot. You know? Ah, like yes. I'm thinking like I'm thinking more like that. Okay, Russ is a little bit closer. Uh, the know. definition of a champion shot is um a shot that takes place in the non-volley zone that bounces twice. What? <laughs> so i think it's like when you hit it over, a few shots explain more and then it, you get it you, like so delicately that it like bounces twice in the no volley zone wow okay. so you know how sometimes we hit the top of the net and it like goes and then yeah. one two yeah i think that's what they're describing that is a champion <laughs> shot i call that just yeah. pure luck <laughs> <laughs> okay okay got it i will add that to my to my terminology right you All should right, try to get some time. of these try to get some of these in the interview segment today oh okay. well, we should right? ask you just, yeah. is, that, is this gonna yeah. be a little uh competition to see who we can who how we yeah, can no, just it. say hey you know when you're taking a championship shot um okay. and just you know like <laughs> as if they know <laughs> if, if, you, if you pull it off i'll take another shot Right. <laughs> <laughs> the next uh, one is another type of shot, but this one's called a dill ball. <laughs> <laughs> a dill ball. A dill ball. <laughs> Not a dull ball, but a, a dill. dill ball. Like a dill pickle, <laughs> but dill ball. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Russ, I'll let you go first on this one. I'm sorry, I've been censored on this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is after I said I don't swear or anything, right? That was like a dill ball. It's like a, a dill ball. I almost feel like I'm swearing when I say dill ball. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? Well, I, I, okay, I'll, I'll, my guess will be it is the, the, uh, the new person on the court that's making a bunch of jokes. Man, that guy's such a dill ball. There you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I went totally Maybe. different. Right. I, you know, I was thinking something to do with the actual ball, but you just called a person a dill ball. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. It's going to be that, that, that one of our last guests, they'll put that on a shirt. They'll do that. Dill ball. <laughs> dill ball. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, dill ball. Good shot. Hey, that was a champion shot, dill ball. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say a dill ball is when you totally miss hit it and it like goes wildly out of control out of the court somewhere. That's a dill ball. Those are great guesses. And uncle, it's actually the complete opposite of what you said. <laughs> <laughs> 
A dill ball is a ball in play. It's a standard shot that has bounced once on the opponent's side. So it's just like a regular in play ball huh. is a dill ball. It's just a normal shot. Yep. <laughs> okay. Dill ball. See what I mean? Like, I've never heard anybody use these terms. I don't know where you're pulling these terms from, but I got this is this is great. Wherever it's you get them from. Sportsedtv.com mm. if you'd like okay. to okay. fact check. <laughs> All right, the next one. This is the F word. Uh oh. Falafel. Okay. Well, we know the food. Falafel. We we you know the food item. But it's a term in pickleball, falafel. Yeah. I honestly can't even think of what a falafel is right now. <laughs> I mean, it almost... that's the, it's the bread, right? Yeah. It's chickpea. It's like a chickpea meatball that's like fried. But there's oh, no meat. Right, it's right, just like right. chickpea okay, there and we then go. they fry okay. it. Yeah. yeah, it's not the naan that you eat with your falafel. Right, right. I'm thinking of that, <laughs> not the... Okay, all right. Hmm. I mean, it almost feels, it sounds like, you know, when you uh, go for a ball and you trip and you fall on your, your dome that we like talked I did. about before. I did. That sounds, I falafel. You, you, right. It sounds like you falafel, right. but I'm guessing I'm not right. But that, I'm going to go with that. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, uh, let's see, falafel. <laughs> it sounds like a mistake. Like, it sounds like, oh, you falafel that one. Like. I'm I'm gonna say it's a it's a total just a mistake. Like you you made a a big mistake. A big mistake. Okay, so a falafel. Let's go off on this. You're kind of close. Is a yeah. pickleball slang for a weak bounce off of a paddle that doesn't go far. Huh. Okay. Okay. So you just kind of. That know, was kind of I was that missing. was my dill ball. I like it was I I was just one uh, one term too early. Right. Dang, yeah. That's Maybe true. you'll get the next one then. I already did. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm wondering how they get falafel because all of these are like pickle terms, but falafel has nothing to do with right, right. pickles. Weird. I wonder I if know. you can make a falafel out of pickles. Oh. Hmm, interesting. Have you ever thought about that? A, a dill falafel. Combine two terms. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Let me let me get one more for all us. Right. All right. These all these are normal. We don't want normal. Yeah, we, we don't we want. want some odd ones. <laughs> all right. Maybe this one I have heard. Uncle knows this, so I'm gonna have Russ guess what it oh, is boy. first. Oh, okay. I'm off the hook. But Russ, what do you think it means to be pickled? Or when someone pickled. says pickled, yeah. To be pickled. Um I'm gonna say I I, I would guess that would mean like because I'm thinking, okay, you're pickled. You're in a jar of vinegar. You can't really do much. You're not doing much on the court. You've been pickled. Oh, you used it pretty well, Uncle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's that's a great. It's, it's when you get skunked. 11-0. Yep. You got pickled. Yeah. Okay. Scored no points. You pickled somebody. Gotcha. Yeah. You don't want to be the pickled. You, you, you don't, don't want to end up pickled. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And speaking of pickle, okay, let me ask you this seriously. Do you even feel good when you pickle somebody or do you not? No, I right? don't. You don't, right? You don't want to pickle somebody. You want to be competitive, but if you want to win, but you don't mm -hmm. want to pickle somebody, especially right. in like a rec game or something, like you don't want to pickle somebody. You almost want to, you know, I, I never want to give away points, but I don't, I don't, I feel bad about pickling people. Me too, because like, and then the games usually end up going really fast too. So it's not even like you have that, that back and forth that makes a game really fun. Okay. Selfishly, when you're on the courts and there's people waiting for your courts and you're rotating in and out and stuff like that. So once your match is over, you rotate out and you may have to wait like 15, 20 minutes for the next match. 
Uh-huh. You definitely don't want to pickle somebody and have it over and then you're done and you got to sit around. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way of thinking about it. Right? Okay. Well, anyway, those are fun, Bridgie. Yes. We're going to have I to hope- find some more and test us again. Yeah, I, I will. And if you hear somebody use one of those on the court, please, I mean, aside from pickles, because that one's pretty common, please let me know. I would love to know, nice. to know yeah. the situation. Like, yeah, do those actually happen? Well, we're gonna we're gonna test our next guest. I think you Mike. should. Yeah. yeah. See, <laughs> see of Mike Gottfried, uh, the owner of Pickle. He is joining us for the third time on our show. We love his paddles. We love the balls. So we're gonna talk about the latest product that Pickle has on the market. So come on back from break. And we have Mike Godfrey, the owner of Pickle. Thanks for hanging out with us during the break. Welcome back to Third Shot. As always, we really appreciate all the feedback that you're giving us and the support on social media. Please keep providing it. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Third Shot Podcast. That's what you look us up and find us at on X, Third Shot Pod please provide us the feedback. We've been getting some fun stuff. So as Bridget was saying earlier, send us some questions. <laughs> we had some fun ones in the earlier segment. And as I promised, we have the founder, CEO, the man that does everything over a pickle. Mike Godfrey is joining us for the third time. Welcome back, Mike. Thank you for having me back. I definitely do not do everything that I will say. I got a great team around me. Every successful business has a great team, but I am happy to be back. Thank you for having me back for the third time. For the third time. Yeah. Yeah, Third time on third shot. I think we we need to cheers to team pickle. Here we go. Cheers guys. I will say I am less fun today than usual. I got a tournament tomorrow, not drinking any alcohol. So I'm just uh, got a little liquid IV left in cup that i'm gonna take down there you go perfect i'm drinking coffee so you're not alone there we go <laughs> i got both you covered so don't don't sweat it don't Thanks, sweat Uncle. It. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the tournament you're playing tomorrow so this is we've got a little it's our club championship so i am playing with my wife and i play a lot of pickleball my wife plays a lot of pickleball we don't play a lot of pickleball together because we've got two young kids um, and if one of us is playing, it usually means that the other one is with the kids. And so uh, we'll see how it goes. The last time we played in a tournament together, I got to say, we kind of were angry a little, not getting along so well <laughs> by the end know. of it. But that was like a year ago. I think we're going to be all right. We played a little bit together this week um, and like, Almost had a little fight, but then we kind of got over it. And I feel like now that we got through that, um, we're gonna be we're gonna be suited to do really well. So it'll be fun. That's awesome that you guys get to play together and good luck to the both of you. Thank you. I Thank thought you. you were gonna say, Bridgie, that's awesome that you guys almost got into a fight. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean it was kind of awesome. We were playing with our friends, it would have been really awkward, but you know, uh, I, yeah, it's a weird thing. I feel like it's a controversial topic in pickleball. Like, if you're playing mixed, do you play with your, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, significant other? Like, I don't know. I think there's, it's a little dicey at times. Okay, so got to ask you both a question then about that. Because I've seen it both ways, right? I've seen couples that are married or going out together play really well together. I've also seen them really bicker, right? And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, is this just an indicator of what they're really like at home, too? Or do you think it's just like the pressure of com- competition that brings that out of people? I, I can go first. I mean, we almost never fight. It's a, We have an amazing relationship. And, you know, both of us, I don't know, have a lot of grace for the other one in terms of our, our daily lives. And for whatever reason, like... I think when I normally play pickleball with a partner, I don't think about how I'm reacting to them. I I just am myself. And in this situation with my wife, I think I'm just a little more aware of my own self, which then made me makes me a little different, a little less genuine or authentic. I don't know. I just am a little more careful about like feedback or maybe she looks at me and is seeking feedback or not seeking feedback and then I start thinking about whether she wants feedback or 
And then I make a mistake and she's like, well, you were giving me feedback. So what are you doing making a mistake yourself? You know? So, um, I think it's very pickleball specific. I don't think yeah. it's any sort of indicator of our, our, our yeah. private life, which is, you know, which is great. That is good. Bridget, what I, do you think? Yeah, I agree with Mike. I think that it's not an indicator at all. I think sometimes uh, sports can bring out the the worst in people, the, the competition or the stress. Um, but also I think some people take it as an opportunity to kind of goof off and, you know, make those little comments here and like joke around a little bit. So I don't, I don't know when I hear it, I don't take it too seriously. Like my friend Kayla, my partner who I play women's with, she also loved playing with this paddle because she doesn't have any of her own. So she used this paddle and um, her and her partner, when they play, it's hilarious. They like, if they both, you know, up the middle and nobody swings, they look at each other, start yelling at each other immediately. It's, it's so funny, but they're joking. They're like, yeah, "Mm," like 80% joking, 20% serious. (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a it's a it's an interesting dynamic i mean look we've now said we're gonna play hard we're gonna have fun win lose whatever happens we'll we'll be good with it well good luck i hope you guys have a great time thank you thank you i'm sure you you will i'm sure you will yes and speaking of playing pickleball and making comments on the court we were just talking about some um specific pickleball terminology that we've never heard on the courts before and so we were wondering if you've heard of any of these terms okay so i'm gonna lay it on you okay you tell me what you think it means okay all right here we go the first one a champion shot a champion shot i mean i guess it's just like a winner i don't know it it kind of is Yep. Um, so that's it's all a, I got. You technically would winner. win the point. Yeah, but it's specific <laughs> to the non-volley zone when a shot bounces twice. So if you hit it over and it bounces twice in the non-volley zone, okay. it's a champion shot. See, I was thinking more like you know a passing shot or like a you know a, a like a tennis shot down the line that would be a winner. But like you know, I, I okay, I never heard that. Literally, never heard it. Never heard me that. either. So see, yeah. maybe maybe my uh, sources are incorrect. This next one. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't mean. <laughs> All right, hit me with the next one. Next one. All right, a dill ball. I love this uh, one. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I have also never heard that. Um, I'll take a wild guess and like maybe a ball that. I can't even think of what. I mean, it sounds like it has a lot of spin on it or something. I have no idea. Oh, that okay. would be a good one. Yeah. But this defines a dill ball as a ball that's in play as a standard shot that's bounced once on the opponent's side. So it's just a playable ball. Oh, okay. A dill that's ball. way less fun. Yeah. I know. Right? That's not know. as like exciting your, as I like it your sounds. Better. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like maybe, like, I don't know if you've ever seen the ball. I've seen this now twice in like the last two months, but somebody hits a shot. It bounces and it has so much spin that it then bounces back over the net. Like that would, I don't oh, know, right. that should happen. You've name. seen that happen in person? I've seen it twice. Once completely by mistake, it was such a bad shot off the frame of the paddle that it had so much spin. And uh-huh. then one that they hit it with so much spin, but it did go back. But then the person reached over the net and tapped it into the net to end the point. So I, it was, it was not. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I got a question for you. This actually is a serious question. And I just saw this on Reddit of all places. But somebody was playing in kind of heavy winds, and they were hitting kind of a higher softball into the wind. It cleared the net, but the wind blew it back into the net before it hit the ground. What's the ruling on that? I would think that the person who hit the shot would win the point because they did clear the net. And as long as it's on the other side of the net, then the other team kind of failed to clear it back over. Is that right? Well, it, it is in a sense because it's a live ball. So the other right. team can play it, even though it hit the net and bounces, let's say. Right. Uh, it's wherever like it bounces, you court. can still, right. if, you can, if you can get it back over the net, it's still a live ball. Yeah. And yeah. There, was, there was a little bit of controversy over something that happened in a match. I guess it was kind of an important match somewhere. And that happened. And uh, 
they didn't know how to play it. Yeah, they didn't know it, how to, to rule it. But according to the rules, it's still a live ball. I mean, the internet keeps coming up with new unbelievable situations. I had one recently where somebody was going for an ATP shot and they hit it. And on the side of the net, there was one of those like almost tennis ball style little tray things. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they played it and it hit the tray, popped straight up in the air over everybody's head, landed on the on the like just inside the baseline and they won the point, but then they were saying, well, no, that's not a part of the net. That's like, could you play mm. it off of a bench over there? You know? So like mm. uh, it was, it was an uh, unspecified fixture. So I don't know. That was a new one on me too. Hmm. Yeah. I've never thought about that. Or it's like, you know, sometimes they have even like the little scorecards. I know it's more prevalent in tennis too, but like, there's sometimes yeah. like little things, I don't know, the like crank on the side of the net, things all right. over the place. Yeah. I think if it's connected to the net, it's part of the net and you should count. That's what I said, but you know, you can never get a 100% <laughs> agreement on it. <laughs> all right. The next term right. that Brittany has is a good one. Yeah. Th- this will be the last one. Um, a falafel. I have heard of a falafel shot. Oh, oh okay. wow. Um, okay. You remember? It was just like a real high, easy ball that you can just like smash, right? Oh, well, according to my resource, it says that it's a slang for a weak bounce off of a paddle that doesn't go very far. So, I mean, maybe if it comes off and it goes straight up. Yeah. Someone had said like, yeah, it's maybe they had it wrong too. When I heard it was like, you know, you served me the falafel i guess i don't know why falafel but like you basically just gave me like an absolute you know ball to just easily put away but i guess well, that could be like you miss hit it and it kind of just meh, you know yeah. yeah well we can we can guarantee this that if they use the pickle pro series they're not going to hit any falafels a lot right. less falafels a lot got more. a huge sweet spot it, <laughs> the whole thing is a sweet spot <laughs> <laughs> And, and you know, there's there should be something in the packaging that says no falafels, right? You know, <laughs> so I'm ex- I'm glad you said that because one okay. of the things that we're going to do as we as we progress the brand and the packaging is just have a little bit more personality and fun. And I think you know it's part of finding your voice as a brand is you don't want to be off putting to people straight out of the gate. But now that again we are more comfortable with who we are as a brand and a company, I think that 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 type of language and that type of stuff is, is totally in play for us um, as we, uh, as we continue into, into the future. So I don't know, like, yeah, no falafels or no falafel. this whole thing is a freaking sweet spot, you know, like it, it's, it speaks to people. It does. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, you mentioned it. So, I mean, we're, we're, let's we talk about, these... yeah. yeah, let's talk so about this we, pro series. We launched the new Pro Series back in August. Now it's November, so we've got, a, whatever, three months of, of Pro Series under our belts. Um, it's been kind of a game changer for us. Like, we really put a lot of time and effort and energy into developing the paddle, testing different iterations of it, getting feedback from people, you know, that we had in our community, highest level players, you know, rec players, kind of everything in between to make sure that it was going to be, again, there's no one paddle that's perfect for everybody, but we had a really kind of clear expectation in mind of what we wanted to develop. And so as we were thinking about all of the different variables that could go into this, this paddle, and ultimately it's two versions of kind of the same paddle, um, you know, it took time and care. Um, and now that we're kind of, again, three months in, um, we're really pleased with the results. We're from a quality standpoint from a feedback standpoint from a you know consistency durability all the things that are not necessarily like core to the technology um it's been it's been really exciting for us it's given us a a paddle that you know can be used at the highest levels and is being used at the highest levels um but it's also something that you know myself my wife my friends who are not you know 50 or even sometimes 40 or below can can take and have confidence in and really feel like they've got a great piece of equipment um and then you know the other part of it is the price too where we feel like we've got some um competitors out there who charge a lot of money for paddles you know north of $200 $250 in some cases yeah. um and we're really really committed to you know trying to be as fair on price as we can 
Um, so at 159 bucks before any discounts or anything like that, um, there's going to be some great discounts for the holidays. I know that Third Shot has a discount that you guys have used before and, and given out yeah. to your community as well. Um, so again, on the price front, you know, we're, we're really committed to um, being fair and, and trying to, you know, not not gouge people uh, from that standpoint. So I can get into the technology of it. Again, we're not, um, that's not what I like to lead with because I first want to tell, you know, the story of how we got to it. Um, but we can dive into that too if, if there's interest in kind of like what it is, what makes it, you know, different, special, or, you know, why it's, I don't know, some people even think like, what's the difference between this and another even raw carbon fiber paddle? So um, we can get into that too. Yeah, let's hear it. But I also want to plug in too that there's a lifetime warranty on your paddles as well. So yep. not only is it a great piece of equipment, but the support that they get after they purchase a paddle is fantastic as well. Yeah, look, we're interested in, again, the fairness of it and having customers for life. And you shouldn't, it's not your fault if what you buy breaks as a result of something that you didn't deserve, right? Um, and so we stand by our manufacturing. We stand by the quality of our products. Again, if you take it and chuck it over a fence and, you know, <laughs> the neck snaps, like probably it's not covered by our warranty. Um, but things that do happen, we haven't seen it, but there's always the case of like delamination, which was, you know, something that we had to guard against. Um, you know, paddles have in the past snap at the neck. Again, not ours. I haven't seen it happen. Um you know, edge guards falling off or things like that. Um, look, if we didn't have a great high quality product, it would be really, really risky for us to offer a lifetime guarantee or a lifetime warranty. Um, but in this case, again, we're we're so proud of kind of the, the products that we're putting out there that um, it feels much lower risk for us. And frankly, again, we're committed to doing things the right way and, and building relationships and, and customers for life. So, um, it wasn't that hard or much of a stretch for us to, to put that out there. Yeah. And I think it speaks volumes to the product that you are putting out and the confidence you have in the product, because like you said, if, you know, if you, if you didn't think it was going to hold up, you, you definitely wouldn't be offering a lifetime guarantee. So I, I give you kudos for, for doing that and putting out a product and producing a product that you have so much confidence. in. my question is like, I was a big fan of the first pro series. Right. I, I loved, I have it right behind me for the people watching on YouTube. Love that paddle. I played it in a lot of competitions, a lot of league games, the whole bit. Right. And you made it better, right? You, the next pro series, and, and there's two versions. There's the 13 millimeter, 16 millimeter. Bridgie's playing the 16. I'm playing the 13. We can get into, you know, our review on it, but you were able to make it better in my, in my opinion. And I was just wondering, like, what type of research, what type of feedback did you get from the first pro series to figure out how to tweak it to, you know, get it to the level that it's at right now? Yeah, good question. And it, it started with listening, right? Um, there were people who, again, close to us, um, high level players, avid players who love and still play with the original white pro series. Um, and there were ones who had feedback and said why it wasn't for them, uh, why they didn't necessarily love it. And so we took that in and digested it and said, well, how can we make something um, even better? I think, look, we, it feels like I've been in this business forever, uh, but that initial white pro series paddle that we put out, you know, at launch was developed with limited knowledge and limited information right it was really built off of the opinions of one senior professional player um that i was working with here in atlanta as an advisor and his preferences and i quickly learned that that's not necessarily like there's no, there is no one size fits all and so there was room to innovate iterate we got to know our manufacturing partner a lot better and what they could do um a lot of the different options and materials and manufacturing processes that they could use um, that would make an even better paddle. Um, and so, look, just again, being in this business for a longer period of time opened doors for us and opened options for us, taking in the feedback and then deciding, hey, you know, we think we can do even better um, and make something that's even more, um, you know, more widely accepted um, and, and more exciting for, for higher level play. And so specifics of it, things we were trying to tackle, right? So that the original Pro Series, again, great paddle and a lot of people are still playing with it. Um, 
<clears throat> it had the elongated shape. Again, we quickly learned like that was a little bit polarizing. Again, it's not a bad thing to be polarizing because some people love it. Mm -hmm. um, but we wanted to go for a little bit more of a standard shape. Um, the second piece was a longer handle. We did hear that people wanted a, a longer handle for a two-headed backhand, or at least to have the option to have that. Um, the two thicknesses, right? So the original is, despite the fact that it feels really soft, it was a 13 millimeter paddle. And we were hearing like some people just say, I just want to play with a, a thicker paddle. I want a 16 millimeter paddle. I don't want to play with anything else. Like, okay, well, we don't currently have one. We should look into developing one. Um, and then the last piece of it is really the forgiveness. And like I talked about before, like, this whole thing is a sweet spot to a degree. The manufacturing process, the thermoform body, coupled yeah. with the foam injected edges, which again, is not technology unique to us, but it's something that we were really committed to, to say that even on miss hits, you're gonna be able to get a solid hit um, and you know get the ball back over the net, um, despite the fact that you don't have to hit it in the direct center. Um, and so again, these are different things that were sort of benefits that we had in mind that we then developed the features to attack those benefits that people wanted. Well, I think all of your research and feedback has been quite successful. As Uncle mentioned, I do play with the 16. And thank you so much for sending it because it's been fantastic. Um, I love the grit on it as well, because I'm able to get that spin and kind of play with the ball a little bit more than I was before. And I've been testing out that two-handed backhand, so that elongated handle definitely has come in handy for me. Um, I mean, I already have small hands, but still, I, I needed a little bit more room yeah, on there. So a little bit extra. It's, yeah, it's yep. been really great. Um, and at, earlier, too, I was mentioning my partner. She loves playing with it. She was playing with the Launch Pro, the white one. And then when I got this one, she was like, oh, man, can I please use that? We played in a the PPA tournament here in Las Vegas, and she did great with it. So she yeah. also loves it. You got another fan. That's awesome. You Look, when I play well with it, I look at people. I'm like, it, it can't be the guy because you know how I play. <laughs> so it has to be the paddle. Um, no, but that you, you nailed it too, right? Like, you know, spin is a big factor. And, um, we went through a number of iterations of like, even within raw carbon fiber, right? Like what was the right specific weave and the right specific supplier of carbon fiber that we were going to use for our paddle. So, um, it probably all in all, like, you know, could I have snapped my fingers and, and had it to market quicker? Like I would have liked that, but again, took a little bit of extra time to, to make the choices and to figure out how to, you know, get this as good as we could, uh, out to market. So, Mike, I'm curious, like when you're doing all the research and you're testing different materials, like how many different options are you really looking at as far as like fiber, carbon fibers? Like, let's say you decide, OK, I want to go carbon fiber with this paddle. Like how many different options are there really that you have to evaluate and test before you make your final decision? It, it's it's virtually endless. I mean, really, because your man, our manufacturer has kind of the, the options that they are comfortable with and that exist but we're also comfortable bringing additional options to them from the research that we're doing for um, other materials suppliers. And so, I mean, it's not endless, endless, um, but when you start to think about the variables that come together, I mean, even if you, what I just mentioned, right? Handle length, shape, thickness, material, you know, uh, surface material, whether it's T700, T800, T500, which, carbon fiber manufacturer, whether it's Torre or somebody else that's out there that they're using it from, how the weave is laid down, how they're either polishing or leaving it kind of unpolished from a finishing standpoint. Um, you know, all of those variables, you start to mix those together. And I, I'm, again, I'm not great at math, but I know that you start using exponents to think <laughs> of how many different you know combinations <laughs> there could be. Um, and so like, I'll, I'll even give you an example as we're looking at, you know, 2024 and what we're going to do on our next iteration of paddles. And I think we came up with 18 different combinations that are going to just be the like V1 tests for us wow. um, on, on different stuff. And this again is a combo of shapes, different cores, like even within, you know, uh, polypropylene honeycomb core, which everybody has, but now there's a lot of different kind of, uh, stiffnesses and the size of the cells and um we're just we're, we're looking at every single detail and so um to answer your question greg it's a lot 
<laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> okay. It sounds like it. Oh it my really gosh. Does. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I'm learning it on the fly too. I've got again surrounded by a great team. Um, and we think, you know, we can think that we've got it figured out, but ultimately it comes down to play testing and people's feedback too. So um it it, it does take a time and, and concerted effort in the community to help us make those decisions. Talk a little bit about thermofoam. Like you know, that seems like that's the hot you know button right now people want to yeah, go to yeah. thermofoam like what are the advantages of the thermofoam why did you decide to go and in, in, in you know what was the research like on that yeah so thermoforming is a manufacturing process that uses heat to create the body of the paddle itself and so it's the original pro series a lot of the kind of v1 pre thermoform paddles would be more of a sandwich design you'd have two outer layers the faces of the paddle one inner layer of honeycomb and you sandwich them together and then wrap an edge guard around it to kind of bind it all together. Instead of that now, you basically take the carbon fiber, you wrap the entire inside, including the handle of the paddle with carbon fiber and put it in this heat press and the heat press combines it into one body. So when you hear unibody design, that's what that's talking about. Um, there's a lot of benefits for that, uh, you know, of using that process. Durability being one of them, stability being another one, longevity, you know. Um, and, and so as we were, again, looking at ways to up our game, up our tech, um, the thermoforming process was one that made a lot of sense to us. There are different, even within thermoforming, and I'm sure if you go factory to factory, manufacturer to manufacturer, there's different ways that it might actually be done. Um, and you know there's probably nuances to that i'm not an engineer but again like i said i'm learning it as fast as i can um but to get that product of like the single body made a lot of sense to us to again make a higher quality higher durability and more forgiving paddle um you know the, the thermoforming process was one that that stood out as you know this is a good option to to achieve those things yeah so now i'm thinking all of this technology and stuff, it's just, you know, so new to me and hearing about it. But being on the other side of it as a paddle developer and researcher, is it just me or is the technology for paddles like growing and going so fast? Or is it just from an outsider's perspective where it seems like every day I wake up, there's like something new on the market as far as paddles go? Yeah, I mean... New doesn't necessarily mean better. I think that's one thing to think about is that the industry has been, and look, we didn't invent a lot of this stuff, so I'm not going to take claim for it. I think we, we, in a lot of ways, fast followed, but we did the research to figure out what it is that we wanted to create that was in, you know, in a complete package different than what anybody else was making. Um, so there's a lot of new, there's a lot of things that can be done. There's a lot of tinkering that can be done. Um, but it almost feels like it comes in these chapters where when somebody does truly come out with something great or different, different enough that some segment of people like it, there's going to be people who follow and there's going to be investigation into what that technology is. And then that's going to be hammered on and iterated and innovated and, you know, pushed to the nth degree of whatever they can do. Like even raw carbon fiber as a face material, surface material, I feel like really came into focus in the last year or so mm -hmm. um, where, you know, it's not a new material by any means, but um, people are like, oh, you know what? This stuff is strong and durable. It has grit for spin. Um, it kind of looks cool. You know, like there's <laughs> all these, these benefits to it. And so, um, it can make your head spin. It's our job as the manufacturer to decode all of it and to make the decisions and ultimately say, here's what this paddle does well. Here's what you do well as a player. We think it'd be good for you. And, and to not leave it up to the, the consumer to make a decision between T700 and T800 carbon fiber. <laughs> well, I got to give you my feedback on the paddle because, again, I'm playing the 13 millimeter. I was playing you know, the previous Pro Series, which is also 13 millimeter. And I, I loved it. Like I said, went to the new one, loved it even more. And the reason why is that sweet spot that you're talking about. And the problem that I've had in, in other 13 millimeter paddles is it was nice and quick. It was light. I was fast. You know, I could get the power and I needed. But when I was miss hitting on the sides, left and right, 
I would feel the jar. It would it would not be stable, and you know I'd have a weak head, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't go exactly where I was going, you know, aiming it for. With your paddle, um, the sweet spot is greater and greater than your first Pro Series paddle. So when I am hitting it a little off left and right, I'm still getting very very good contact, and it's pretty much going where I want it to go to still with the distance that I wanted to go to is not like a weak shot because I caught it, you know, a little off, even a lot off. I mean, I'm not on the edge, but let's say, you know, fairly close to the edge. It's still a good shot. And that's what I was most impressive with because, you know, when I use a 60 millimeter pattern paddle, I can get away with that a little bit more. The 13s I've tried in the past, I couldn't, Mm -hmm. but yours I can. And that's what I I was most impressed with. I, I love it. I, I love to hear it. And thank you for the feedback. It's exciting to hear, you know, every single time that, look, positive or negative, right? It happens to be positive most of the time, which I love. Um, it makes me happy, right? That's This is what we, we're trying to achieve, and it's what we set out to do. So to hear it, that it's working for you, um, you know, makes me happy. And hopefully you are hitting better shots and winning more points and winning more games more and ultimately having more fun. You know, that's what it's yeah. all about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still fast and it's just more consistent now. Yeah. You know, then, that's great. then yeah. Which at my level, that's all I can ask for. <laughs> really. I, truly. I mean, that's the, that's the, that's the fat part of the market there, right? We're, we'd all love to be playing on the, on the uh, PPA tour, but uh, you know, getting paid to play, but it, it turns out that most of us are, you know, still, still just getting out there with, with friends and communities. And, um, I don't always hit the ball on the center of the paddle. That's a fact. (laughs) (laughs) Richie, what did you think of the 16 millimeter? I thought it was a a great paddle. And as you mentioned, that sweet spot is enormous on it. Um, I do prefer a thicker paddle though, just because, uh, with the touching at the net, it, it does help me out a lot more. Um, but yeah, it, it's a fantastic paddle. And for our listeners who may also want to purchase one, where's the best spot for them to go? Yeah. So come on over to pickle.com, pckl.com. Um, you guys have a code, right? It's third shot 10, I believe, spelled out. Yeah, we do. Is that yeah. right? Yep. yep. So uh, spell it out third shot 10, uh, and that'll get you a discount on anything on our site, including the Pro Series 13 and 16. And I believe the third shot is spelled out. The number is 10. The one's correct. Yes. So there you third go. So just, 10. Because I want to make sure everybody gets that discount. And I appreciate yep. your generosity and offering that to our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Before we sign off, I do got to ask you because we want you back for the fourth, right? The fourth episode, you know, with Pickle. What can people look forward to in the next version of the paddles? I mean, I already love what you got. What What are you thinking about? Just tease it. What's going to be in the next version? Um, I'm glad you asked. We're still working on it, still developing it. But there's two main things that we're working on. The first one, very excited about, is trying to make this even less expensive. We're trying to hit a lower price point, I'm working with our manufacturer not to cut corners or not to really even change anything um, materially about the paddle construction itself, but we think that price is a really important component of pickleball equipment. You know, again, with a lifetime warranty, we're, we don't think we're, you know, gouging people uh, by our prices, but if we can make it less expensive, we'd like to make it less expensive um, to get even, you know, get get the paddle in the hands of even more people. Um, on the other side, new technology and new things like that, like I said, we've got a laundry list of things to test. The goals that we have in mind are a few. Um, we'd love to explore ways to make the paddle even a little bit hotter, a little bit faster ball speed off of the paddle, a little bit more. Um, we're going to continue to think about pushing the limits when it comes to grit. Um, the the grit testing and ultimately the rpms and the spin that comes with the paddle um so that comes with again some new materials the ways that the materials are being laid the finishing processes of the paddle themselves um we're looking at new edge guards and things like that could we make a more of a flush edge guard could you have mm-hmm. even more you know of a half an inch or you know five to ten millimeters on the side of the paddle for forgiveness on that side of things too um so Again, little things here and there. I don't think that the next iteration will be 
head and shoulders above. I don't, maybe it will, maybe we'll stumble onto something that just absolutely changes the game. Um, but those are the kinds of things that we're looking into and really hope that, um, you know, we can come out with a pro series 13, 16, V2, V3, V4, and keep kind of upping and, and changing, uh, the game for the better as we go along. Well, we can't it. wait to see what's next. I think you have a fantastic brand. I love all of the products that you're putting out and you also have some great marketing too. So yeah, well, thank yeah, you. we love thank to see you. it. It's, you know, look, you can't just have marketing, but uh, we think uh, it's important to spread the word that, you know, the brand be attractive and um, you know, the marketing and messaging just connects with people genuinely. So that's what it's all about. Well, before we let you go, let's take a last shot. And speaking of marketing, let's um, let's cheers to a no falafel paddle. Here we go. Yes, no, no falafel. No falafel paddle. Coming right in here. 2024. <laughs> I mean, with that kind of branding, who's not going to buy that? Right. No. Right. No falafel. I do love falafel. I got to say, it's oh. you know, delicious falafel. But not the yeah, that's true. Kind. It yeah. is a good food. So yeah. maybe that marketing wouldn't work because people would like go, oh, I want a falafel. I, I like falafel. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> well, thanks a lot for coming back on with us, Mike. We really appreciate uh, you coming on and sharing all the knowledge that you have and the new paddles. Um, and, you know, Bridgie and I really thank you for being generous enough to send us a couple of paddles for us to try out because we really do enjoy uh, the technology and where you, where you're going with your new paddles. Well, so. thanks for having me again. And you know, you guys are, are part of the pickle family at this point. So it's my pleasure and uh, can't wait for the fourth time. We'll, well we're, you know, Bridgie and I definitely have to come out and then visit you at some point and uh, you know, get to play a little pickleball with you and your wife, check out some of the new technology. That'd be a lot of fun. Awesome. We'll do it. Look we'll forward to it. it. Thanks, all guys. Right. Take thank care. And, and thank you, all of you, for joining us on Third Shower. Bridgie and I will continue to share our pickleball journey. A special thanks to Mike for joining us today. Check out Pickle on Instagram. Their their Instagram is PCKL Ball, Pickle Ball, and their website is PCKL.com, pickle.com. Check them out. And please keep supporting us. You've been great. Uh, we promise to have more amazing guests just like mike on future episodes let's continue to share your enjoyment and our enjoyment for the game and grow this pickleball community see you next time on third shot podcast <laughs>